Welcome to Untold Physio Stories Podcast, your perfect commute resource with physio failures, successes, interesting cases, and more from the physio and rehab world with your host, Drs. Andrew Rothschild and Urson Religioso. If you've had dreams of starting your own side hustle, make sure to check out Curve Health Online. They have an iPad, iPhone, and Android app, and they only take home 7% of whatever it is you charge. Otherwise, it's free for their all-in-one computer vision, exercise library, HIPAA-compliant messaging system, and telehealth platform. Again, check it out at modmt.com slash curve, C-U-R-V, and make sure to tell them Dr. E sent you. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and our four-month online mentoring program, Modern Rehab Mastery. Andrew and I were supposed to finally have our long-awaited reunion tonight, uh, but things went awry, so I'm here with another solo cast, but I'm saving that interesting case for when I finally get to podcast with Andrew. So just today, I saw someone who, um, I, I believe him, and also maybe even his father, have been in my social media a couple times. They have lateral shifts. Um, that is their lumbar lateral shift is normally what gets them to come in, call me in an emergency. Uh, this patient's father, I once spent, uh, over three hours, an emergency visit on a Sunday at his house. And after lots of isometrics, I finally got him straight up and it was isometrics and seating that finally got him straight that enabled him to tolerate shift corrections in sitting, then finally shift corrections in standing. Then uh, he was able to do it in standing with significantly reduced pain. And two or three days later, he was actually back to working out and deadlifting, which I was surprised I wouldn't have told him to do that. But anyway, that's not even the case. The son actually uh, probably talked about a couple couple years ago in a podcast. In his late 20s only, um, he works for a fencing company and has had a history of recurrent back pain several episodes a year, even in his 20s. Um, he hadn't been able to work out in a long time when he finally saw me. He had an ipsilateral lumbar lateral shift. Uh, his pain actually got better instead of getting worse, which was great when I corrected the shift. Gave him kettlebell carries. Um, he wasn't even, he was able to straighten out but not get to a full shift correction on the first day. He, re- he recalled to me today that it probably took him several hours of doing shift corrections to be able to go past straight and go into a full shifted correction. But after two more visits, he was straight up. And the way I identified, he had significant lateral chain weakness. And he always knelt on the ground and bent over the same exact way, unloading his spine, kind of promoting the shift to the right that he always had. This time he came in, he said, hey, you know what? It's the opposite. And he had a right lumbar lateral shift again, meaning his shoulders to the right except for his symptoms were to the left. So I thought, oh, this is actually much easier than last time. Uh, and he said, yeah, last time you said it was a unique case. And I said, yeah, you know, it was unique, unique, even in my head. I just think ipsilateral lumbar lateral shift could be potentially very tough. He's never had any neuroscience, which is great. Um, it was always just localized, not even really radiating into his legs. So today, in severe pain, um, and he had go- actually gone a couple years since our last uh, bout of three to four visits a couple years ago. 
he had gone two and a half years without having any pain. He got back to the gym. He was working out. However, he basically told me last Thanksgiving, uh, which was, you know, it's April now. So last November, he pretty much, uh, winter came around. He didn't work out as much. He gained 30, 40 pounds and uh, didn't really do his exercises. Then just this past weekend, he picked up sticks at his new five-acre property for about three to four hours, didn't really do any kind of extensions or loading after all that unloading. This morning, he woke up with severe pain, um, six to eight out of 10, and he tried some shift corrections. He was able to get it to go away, but the more and more he worked, the pain came back. Then he started shifting, and it, so he presented to me today with the right lumbar lateral shift, left left-sided low back pain. He couldn't tolerate the shift correction at all. Any kind of isometrics in weight bearing just made it worse. So I just had him live prone, used some Helix, ISTM on his lumbar spine, some P to A's. Uh, that reduced his 8 out of 10 pain to about a 4 to 5. Then it got him into the hips offset road keel position, so left leg abducted. Uh, in that position, he was able to tolerate more to PDAs and then over shift correction with overpressure eventually completely abolished it. Uh, he was still very uh, fear avoidant because his pain came back um, after being gone for so long. He was walking without any pain and he was even able to go into a full uh, left lumbar lateral shift correction against the wall. So he was very happy, but yet still very afraid. He was swinging his arms, but not rotating his trunk. Uh, still, again, at a 0 out of 10 pain. I was just about to pretty much leave it at that. And then he said, hey, you know, I have this random right upper trap uh, or right rhomboid trigger point that I've been working on. I usually stretch my head away. So I thought, okay, well, might as well. Why not kill two birds with one stone? He had limited cervical retraction, side bending to the right. And uh, I tried loading that. The uh, palp palpation to the right mid scapula area did not really reduce in tenderness so i just decided to check his trunk rotation uh, after rotating him to the left a little bit all his lumbar pain came back very severe um, he he couldn't stand or sit so i said hey okay let's just try some seated extensions he was able to tolerate um, some seated extension after i gave him some resistance he uh, pushing back into me, flared it up. So then um, he, he stood up again, and now he was actually shifted to the left. So that was uh, fluid and unsuspecting, unsuspected. It took me probably another hour or so to uh, to calm down his pain with a, just varying kettlebell carries, lots of isometrics, lots of resisted in, resistance and extension. Finally, by the time he left, we got to the point where he was only at three or four out of 10 pain. And this is after, again, another hour. At this point, I've been treating him about two and a half hours. Uh, my goal at this point was only to get him upright without a shift, able to walk to his truck so he can spend the rest of the day um, just in prone prop. Prone prop or in extension was the only time he had relief. Um, you know, I, I tried to sustain for about 25 minutes of progressive extension. Again, that got him to about three to four out of 10. That's what got him even able to leave the clinic because earlier than this, somewhere around hour, uh, an hour and a half into the treatment after I had flared him up, 
I was thinking, is he just gonna have to like lie in my table? Am I gonna have to like carry him to his to my truck and drive him home and leave his truck in the parking lot? But no, my goal again was to get him at home so he can do a sustained extension. And primarily the goal of any lumbar lateral shift, as Mackenzie Allswood would say, would be to correct the shift. So did I accomplish uh, what I initially set out to do when he walked into the shift? Yes. Uh, should I have left well enough alone by not rotating his trunk? Probably. But I mean, in seated, I only rotated his trunk about 20 degrees. And even though he had zero out of 10 pain and was able to walk, no problem. With only 20 degrees of rotation and then having severe pain, it probably would have been, you know, maybe even getting into a truck or something would have actually um, caused that pain to come back. So, you know, I taped him into an anterior tilt using rock tape, not to hold him, but to prevent him from going into too much posterior tilt. And his recovery plan was pretty much just to lie prone with heat or ice on his back and do sustain for maybe several hours and then see how he feels, get up as needed. So that was quite a doozy of, his, of a case. Um, I had joked earlier um, in his session before I flared him up that, you know, don't worry that we're, we're uh, going a little overtime because uh, you're not beating the record of my record of spending three over three hours with your dad. But I almost hit the three hour mark. I probably shouldn't have jinxed myself. Let me know in the comments what you would have done in this position, especially if you guys are um, MDT or McKenzie trained. So. If you have any uh, comments, questions, similar stories, physio failures, let me know. Uh, reach out to me on social media or via email and get on the podcast. As always, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars, subscribe, hit that subscribe button anywhere you listen to podcasts, and please share. And as always, you guys have a good one.